Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you way too much information about evil books and how we can use them to curse our enemies or maybe even, you know, our co-hosts. Speaking of, I'm Philip Molina and my co-host this week is Tommy Birchtold. Yeah, so close. Close enough. It was Tommy B all along. <laughs> it's been a week, Tommy. Please stop singing that. <laughs> Tommy, how are you? I'm good, good. Long time I'm no see. Good to see you, as always. I like your shirt. Thank you. I designed it. I know. I like yeah. it. I like it's from it. the Epic Hero Shop. You can check uh, this one out. It's part of the Unusual Couple Collection. Mm-hmm. And it's Augmented Reality. Yes. Did I send you one? Did I forget to send you one? No, you said that you wanted to hand it to me in person when we're reunited, and that it was only going to be appropriate if you could hand it to me via t-shirt hug, which I think was a phrase you coined. But that I trademarked. It's when you want a hug and instead I throw a t-shirt in its arms. <laughs> yeah, and go you, around rest- you. you restrain me with the shirt so I can't reach my arms up. Tommy, you forgot to ask how I'm doing. Philip, how the hell are you? I'm not doing great, Tommy. Okay. <laughs> I just lost internet for a long time. Uh. And during that time, uh, people can see this on my Twitter, it's true. I discovered that in my bathroom, I just moved into this new house... The walls uh, were painted, Ah. uh, but they were not cleaned before they were painted. And so the previous tenant's hair is painted into the walls. Uh, Editors, uh, you can you can show a picture of this Mm. disgusting art piece. So so then what I'm hearing is my spells are working. (laughs) Hairy walls, hairy walls, trap Philip. Inside your halls, wrap him up in your tenuous fibers. Something, something. Watch MacGyver. Friday nights on CBS. All right. Speaking of spells, uh, Tommy was only supposed to say hi during that, but we (laughs) we just really got off there. Uh, Guys, WandaVision, the series, has given us an expanded view of the MCU's version of magic. Mm. Wanda's powers are increasingly becoming more witchy as she heads toward being the Scarlet Mm Witch-y. And Agnes has now been confirmed to be a witch from the comics, Agatha Harkness, uh, who's maybe becoming a Violet Witch-y, maybe? Mm -hmm. We can see she's got all the great classic witch stuff. She's got the underground dungeon uh, lair. She got the weird frizzy hair. She got a creepy magic book. Yes. And that's what we're talking about. Tommy, I think this leads into the question that you had for me. Who uh, is my real father? No, I uh, Chuzzlebuzz. Chuzzlebuzz on Twitter, which is Is your real father. That is not my <laughs> Chuzzlebuzz is not my burner account. Uh, Chuzzlebuzz asks this question, which I also have. What is the Darkhold and are there real life books of magic? Okay, the Darkhold. We saw what potentially is the Darkhold mm. in uh, Agatha's lair. And we've seen the Darkhold actually a couple of times in Marvel properties. But right now, this if this is the Darkhold, it's the first time we're seeing it in the stuff that we count. Sorry, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sorry, Runaways, sorry, uh, everything else. Uh, but the Darkhold is this ancient book of spells mm. of unspeakable power, right? The book is made uh, itself from dark matter from the Hell Dimension. In the comics, the Darkhold was written by... How do you say this? Chathon? Chith- Ch- Chathon? I think it's Chathan. Chathan! Chathan! Let's get down from there! Let go of your sister, Ragnus! Okay, so so Chathan. Chathan was a uh, demonic elder uh, god and Earth's first 
practitioner of black magic. Oh. Basically, honestly, it's like a ripoff of Cthulhu. Yes. Cthulhu. Yes. But uh, still, it's it's Lovecraftian, and we'll kind of get back to that in a bit. Mm. Um, but Chathan put all of his knowledge of magic into the Darkhold. Uh, Chathan is also technically the source of Wanda's power in the comics. Mm. So, in the MCU, like I said, we've seen it in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways, but by the time you watch this, it might have been revealed that this is actually the official version of the Darkhold, mm. confirmed in the main MCU timeline. Are there other real-life books of magic out there besides the Boxcar Children, which are a magical adventure in every book, as a family yeah. of orphan children growing up in a boxcar solve mysteries. You know, in some ways, every book has a magical ability to take you to a whole new world. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that's a quick summary on what the Darkhold is. But there are other famous books of magic. And a really big uh, inspiration for Marvel's Darkhold is and technically it also exists in Marvel, but it also exists outside of Marvel. Is the Necronomicon? Oh yeah, they have they have that every year in San Diego, right? Necronomicon. Yes, everybody exactly. dresses. Uh, they get together and they get their noms. Huge on. celebrities. Samuel L. Jackson is usually there. Sometimes it's like Brian Cranston will dress up in a costume and no one knows who he is. Lots of fun stuff. Right. So uh, that book, uh, the <laughs> the Necronomicon. A lot of people think it's a real thing. It actually was invented by who I referenced earlier, the horror author H.P. Lovecraft mm. uh, in the 1920s. And then it's appeared in a bunch of other stuff like uh, Evil Dead and, and just all over the place. In some versions, it's actually like bound inside of human flesh and reading it for too long will make you insane. Yes. Kind of like my co-host, bound in flesh and will drive you insane. And if you read me for too long, there's a D... You'll go insane. Don't mind if I do. Are you, are you sponsored by the letter D? I'm sorry, no, it's just in case I forget uh, what the letter D is. I've had it since I was 20. I'm 22 now, so I guess it's not that new. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and there's some other uh, examples of these fictional magic books, right? The King in Yellow that they reference in uh, True Detective, um, a compendium of common curses, uh, and their counteractions from Harry Potter, and also the Book of Eternity from DC Comics. Mm -hmm. But what about magical books in our own timeline? This is where I had a lot of fun uh, turning off the lights and doing what I do on the computer. Ooh. Vast Wait research. Oh, God, thank God. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to need to put in your ExpressVPN for a second. <laughs> these uh, magical textbooks, they're known as grimoires. Mm -hmm. It's a concept of these magical kind of spell books. You just call them a grimoire. Uh, so we can actually just examine a few of these real ones and also what magical secrets uh, we can maybe divine right here on Big Question. Mm. Number one, mm. a book of shadows. Mm. Are you spooked? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm always afraid of shadows, my own particularly. It's so big. And when you see it, it means that uh, we'll get six more weeks of- Horny uh, loneliness. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something. Every time it's you, I'm always gonna say something that will have the FBI investigate <laughs> you. FBI, clear right! <laughs> Every time. So I have to like cut myself off. Right I appreciate before. that, thank you. <laughs> So a Book of Shadows is a collection of religious texts mm. uh, and just like uh, instructions for magical rituals. Um, but it's used in Wicca, right? The the concept of uh, like witch religion kind mm. of. Uh, and then in a, bother, a bunch of other pagan practices, mm. it contains the core rituals, magical practices, uh, ethics, philosophy of the practitioner. Mm. But uh, the book 
from the TV show Charmed, which I know you were a huge uh, enemy of, was an example <laughs> of a Book of Shadows, right? Uh, their book could defend itself from harm using its own magical powers. There was also a Book of Shadows mentioned in the film The Craft and also a sequel to Blair Witch called Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. So there's no defining just like one definitive Book of Shadows, mm. but a person actually creates their own personal Book of Shadows, a slam book, if you will, uh, to record knowledge that you're acquiring as you learn your craft. So technically, there's a Book of Shadows in the movie Mean Girls. Absolutely. That's probably the original one. This girl is the nastiest skank bitch I've ever met. So, it because it does hold your personal feelings. Right. Uh, it's usually in regard to your Wiccan and witch life. Mm. Uh, but it's also a written representation of you, or in other words, of your shadow. Mm. So there's a famous book of shadows, and that's one created by uh, this English Wiccan, Gerald Gardner. Uh. Uh, sometime probably in like the late 40s or early 50s. You know that mm. like creepy time. Hey, Jerry, what are you writing there? Nothing, my book of shadows. Don't worry about me, old chap. Hey, Jerry, come off it and watch the footy match. I'm going to put you in my book of shadows right now. That's probably how it went. <laughs> it's, still, it's, it's still a Mean Girls book? <laughs> Philip Molina is a tosser. I was the other guy? Yeah, you were the whole time. <laughs> you couldn't tell by my perfect impression of you. <laughs> I love my watching me footy. So this guy's basically considered to be the father of like modern Wiccan. He tried to keep all of this uh, his, the content of his books of shadows secret, but they were published... In the 70s and 80s, because it was free love uh, and everybody yeah. just wanted to get yeah. weird. And so the full text eventually made its way onto the internet in the 1990s. Oh. Well, no one ever abuses things that make their way onto the internet, so I'm sure it'll be just fine. Tommy, yes. we, we all know what you actually do on the internet. I sell illegal insects all over the world on TommyTube. Everyone knows you use your ExpressVPN to get to my page, and I'll sell you a grub worm from Ecuador that you're not supposed to have. I want mm -hmm. you to think about something dark that uh, a book of shadows would be used for that you want to happen, and then we're going to use the witch's chant from Gardner's Book of Shadows to try to make it happen. Why don't you tell me what it is, but we'll bleep it out so that uh, we can't use this against you in court. All right. I want to rise to be the most powerful. Terrible food poisoning. Next season coming up. Even children? No, no. Just the teams. Just the teams. You ready? So be thinking on that. Darksome night and shining moon, east and south and west and north. Hearken to the witch's rune. Here come I call thee forth. Yes, can't be stopped now. <laughs> Earth and water, air and fire, wand and pentacle and sword. Work ye unto my desire, hearken ye unto my word. Yes, grows more powerful with each verse. By all the power of land and sea, by all the might of moon and sun, what is my will, so mote it be, what I do say it shall be. Done. Done. Speaking of done, the and are done because the are going all the way, baby. So this is basically a, this is a nursery rhyme. <laughs> and I swear by the moon and the sun <laughs> and the fire. Yeah, my <laughs> baby, it's like a bone addiction and I can't deny. Won't you tell me, is it healthy, baby? Did you know that when it snows, my <laughs> and the light, <laughs> baby, 
I compare you to a kiss from a Can I mute you on this? Yes. <laughs> don't don't worry, we bleeped out some of Tommy's words there too. So you won't be cursed by seal. <laughs> <laughs> cursed by a seal on a grave. Tommy, how do you feel? I think I just charmed you. I feel good. I feel like I'm completely in control. Nothing too spooky happening, and I give my life in service to you, my dark master. Your words are my bidding. Your bidding are my actions. Cool. Uh, all right, Key of Solomon uh, is, is, is another famous real-life magic book. Uh, it's called The Key of Solomon. It was written sometime in the 14th to 15th century, so this is way further back. Uh, this is like the Italian Renaissance. The Key of Solomon is a grimoire uh, claiming to contain some of biblical magic, Jesus magic, if you will. You've come. I have. And it's utilized uh, by historical figures like King Solomon. So the magic in The Key of Solomon derives its power from God. Like, that guy, right? So this is like old school biblical power. It's so epic, so important, that it was recently yeah. featured in a Dan Brown novel. Talk about a dark artist. Quick, <laughs> name your five favorite Dan Brown tropes. Okay, uh, secret family members. Yeah, uh, way, way too young woman for uh, way old man. <laughs> a physically deformed person who is a bad guy. A police officer who seems like they're a bad guy but ends up being a good guy. Yeah. Gross description of a naked religious old man's yes, body. Yes, there you go. He loved <laughs> yes, the describing oldest. old naked men. It's a real passion of his. Yeah, ooh. And mine. The old Frenchman Pierre was self-flagellating <laughs> when the very young but still legal girl... 18 years old and one day, Vanessa Cassadine <laughs> sauntered into the room. Anyway... But anywho... According to mythology, Solomon wrote the book for his son, Rehoboam, mm -hmm. which you might remember. Uh, Westworld, from Westworld Season 3. So the book was supposed to be hidden in King Solomon's tomb upon his death, but legend has it... The book was discovered, actually, by some Babylonian philosophers while repairing his tomb. And one of these men mm. received a vision. Wanda vision. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> one of these guys received a vision in which a supposed angel commanded him to hide the book from the unworthy. Oh. This has happened to me before. When I was in 10th grade, an angel came to me and told me to hide my algebra book so that I couldn't do my algebra test. I told my teacher that it was a, a heavenly force that had made me unprepared for the test. So the book is actually divided into two books. The first book is full of conjurations and invocations and curses to summon and constrain mm -hmm. spirits of the dead and demons. It can also tell you how to become invisible, by the way, that book. Uh, oh. Find hidden treasures, become popular, which is something Solomon was very worried about. I'll help you be popular. <laughs> yes. Also find the love of your life. This is just a, a YM magazine with a quick on how to find a boyfriend. Right, but again, with old uh, god power. I like that this is set up like a TikTok, where like, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Tommy B, and I'm gonna tell you how to find hidden treasure, become popular, and find the love of your life. Like for part two. Part two details how the operators should purify themselves <laughs> through exorcism, what clothing they should wear, instructions for building magical instruments, uh, that you have to use to perform the spells or like, I don't know, a sick-ass loot. And then there's yes. also the uh, the necessary animal sacrifices that you have to do to appease the spirits, which like, why why are they such dicks? Anyway, let's try a spell. What's, what's a spell that lives in your head rent-free? It's uh, okay. the how to render thyself master of a treasure possessed by the spirits spell. 
Ooh. So what is something you want? Oh, most definitely OJ Simpson's Heisman Trophy. Okay, you had that ready to go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Repeat after me. Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim. Prince of princes, existence of existences, have mercy upon me. And cast thy eyes upon thy servant. Princes of princesses, princesses of tides. Buongiorno, principessa. Cast your eyes upon me and cast your irons upon your pans. Peter Pan, the boy who never grew. Oh, ye angels and spirits of the stars. Oh, all ye angels and elementary spirits. Oh, all ye spirits present before the face of God. I, the minister and faithful servant of the Most High, conjure ye. Let God himself, the existence of existences, conjure ye to come and be present at this operation. Oh, oh ye... <laughs> Oh ye yai 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 Oh ye ooh ee ooh ah ah bing bang walla walla bing bang ooh yai 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 Gods and monsters friends and lovers we are gathered here today to celebrate the union of Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy in holy matrimony. Amen. A woman. I didn't hear a single thing in there about me getting a prize. I think this is just a pyramid scheme for God to get to go on vacation. Hear ye, hear ye. Like, God, are you <laughs> interested in, like, hanging out? Maybe we can hang out or something. Hey, what's up, God? I know the whole COVID thing has everyone freaked out, but we thought we could get together at a park in Burbank yeah. and just have, like, a socially distanced hang, kick a soccer ball around. Totally have Maybe masks meet my dog. nearby. Yeah. Everyone be masked up, uh, but we will remove our masks for snacking and kissing. Fire, fire, ignite with in me just as I am forever sad. All right, up next, the sworn book of Honorius. So this is a medieval grimoire, supposedly written by Honorius of Thebes. The book is one of the mm. oldest existing and most influential medieval grimoires dating back to the 14th century. Uh, Johann Hartlieb is a, a physician from that time, which like physicians from that time, by the way, not much more than wizards. <laughs> And it was used in your favorite necromancy. Ooh, yeah, and a fellow necro. Congratulations, brother. The sworn book of Honorius was supposedly compiled by a group of magicians. Close-up magic. Who were hanging out. <laughs> Siegfried, Roy, Penn, Teller, David Copperfield. Yeah. So this group of magicians, they were being persecuted by the Catholic Church. Be gone, such! And they wanted to get all of their knowledge collected into a singular book. So their students were sworn to secrecy before being given access to this book. Cross your heart. Do it! My adventure book. And if they owned a copy, uh -huh. they had to be buried with it. The book is a slender little 93 chapters long. Like a Dan Brown novel. Just like a classic Dan Brown novel. Way too many chapters. It covers a variety of topics from avoiding purgatory to once again finding treasures and most importantly of course conjuring and commanding demons. Come ye all who are bearded fellows join across the internet. Internet? What? Wait a second. I think I got it. Uh, I think I, I think power in the money, money in the power, minute after minute, hour after hour. Tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? Oh, that was great. That How do you beautiful. feel? Uh, I feel like I've summoned a demon, that's for <laughs> sure. And treasure can't be far. Up next, the Galdrabach. I like, that's my favorite named one so far. Because uh, it reminds you of that girl you dated. Yes, the Galtrabrock Jones. <laughs> I almost just said the name of a real ex-girlfriend, and I was like, that would have gone over horribly. <laughs> so then I just went with Jones. <laughs> a real ex-girlfriend named Galtrabrock. <laughs> 
<laughs> like her last name, but uh, it was it, it, her first name was Moss. So- <laughs> All right, so this this grimoire comes from uh, uh, Iceland in the 16th century. It contains 47 spells. It's from a different a range of magicians. This time they got a mix. Uh, it involves the spellcaster speaking an incantation out loud, or you could carve mm-hmm. runes into objects if you're angry. Some of the spells in the Galdrabach deal with a wide variety of issues people faced back in medieval times, like in Iceland, uh, catching a, ah. a thief, curing headaches mm. and insomnia, mm. protecting your Still favorite horse, which <laughs> Still a hasn't been there, uh, and again, winning yeah. the love of a person. Still a problem. <laughs> and there's like super dark ones, right? Like to cause fear in your enemies and... To kill someone's mm. livestock or give someone flatulence. Oh god, that would be fun. You could prevent a woman from speaking. <laughs> Again, it's weird. It's like when a group of magicians hang out or super misogynistic. <laughs> they silence women. <laughs> uh, what's the most important thing? To keep women quiet. Be gone! So, okay. We're going to try a spell this time. This is your last okay. warning. Turn away from your screen unless okay. you want to be affected. This yeah. one is one to get your wish fulfilled. So, what's something you really mm. want to happen? I want to get a big juicy part in a big tv show this year all right let's do it spread, spread man's hawk fight tumble spread man's hawk fight tumble spread man's hawk fight tumble bull tum fight hawk man spread bull tum fight Hawk man spread. Bolton five. Hawk man spread. All right, and editors have a lot of fun putting graphics to each of those words as we said them. Okay. We'll see. All right, those are the real books. Tommy, how do you feel? Pretty good. Pretty in tune with the dark universe. Pretty magical, so I'm ready. For? Magic. <laughs> Love. Romance. Power. Deception. Monsters. Angels. Demons. It's all in Dan Brown's new book, <laughs> Tommy's Choice. It's Dan Brown's first adventure in the choose-your-own-adventure genre. But where's the elderly nude? <laughs> oh, that happens the next day. And let me tell you, it's nudes, plural. Anyway, let's talk about one of our sponsors. You, you've got some questions after this, but uh, uh, real quick, helping us bring you big questions is Raycon. One of our favorite ways to unwind, take a break from all these screens, is to put some freaking Raycon wireless earbuds in my ear holes, go out for a walk, listen to something great. You could be catching up on your favorite podcast like this one uh or you could be binging an audiobook or you could be rocking out through a workout tommy you know what that's about oh you know i do lebron james's revenge mix on spotify is my personal favorite uh but a lot of times i also when i'm just doing cardio i do the hamilton soundtrack which is a lot of fun till it gets to a sad song and then i'm crying while i'm doing cardio which is something that used to just happen anyway <laughs> well you should try it with a pair of raycons in your ears that make all the difference uh when i yes. when i walk the dog i catch up on on my podcast forever raycons are super comfortable they're stable in your ears while you move uh, also they have a freaking six hour battery life which is five and a half more hours than i want to be on a walk uh, yes. But I'm, I'm covered there either way. Raycons come in a range of stylish colors, but always uh, they have that comfortable in-ear fit for a more discreet look. They're built to perform anywhere and anytime with water and sweat-resistant construction and Bluetooth that pairs quickly and seamlessly. The best part is that Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other 
premium audio brands. If you're wondering where my Raycons are right now, my other half is wearing them. Uh, and won't give them back. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our audience, and here's what you gotta do to get it. You just go to uh, buyraycon.com slash bigquestion. That's it. Uh, it, sound, it sounded like it was gonna be more complicated than that. Buyraycon.com slash bigquestion. You get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Feel free to grab a pair and a spare one if you want. That's 15% off buyraycon.com slash bigquestion. All right, Tommy, you ready to jump into some bite size? I'm ready to take a bite out of these bite size questions. Yum, yum, yum. Yummy, yummy, gonna eat. Yeah. Tommy, this is this is an important question. Uh, I've had it. The world has had it. IAJ Smith twenty four on Discord has had it. Everybody's wondering. We all gotta know. Tommy, mm. how much does Wolverine weigh? Mm, uh, okay, according to Marvel's own dictionary, it's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> Why did you look up his weight in a dictionary? Uh, because it's Marvel's own dictionary, and it's the only dictionary I allow in my house. Not Webster's Fraud Dictionary, not Dictionary of Bar Drinks that I used to have during my drinking days. No, I only have Marvel's own dictionary, and by the way, my drinking days are ongoing, so don't start any rumors on the internet about sobriety over here, Jack. Anyway. Why did you have so many dictionaries? And why I do you look up weights a... in them? What are you doing? I was a bit of a dickhead back then. That's what we call dictionary fans. Uh, dickheads. <laughs> dick uh, anyway, Wolverine weighs about 300 pounds, 136 kilograms for you Canadian assholes. He weighed 195 before he was given his adamantium skeleton, which added 105 pounds. So let's put it this way. Even with an enhanced skeleton... Made of adamantium, I still weigh more than Wolverine with just this human skin. This means that just the thin, as I said, the thin adamantium coating over his 5 3 skeleton adds 105 pounds to his overall weight. If you want me to do the math for you, I will. That increases his weight by 46%. General rule of thumb, which we learned in Boondock Saints, is an inappropriate thing to say because it's how you measure the stick you could beat your wife with. Remember that? A general policy is about 15% of your body weight is bone mass. So replacing all of your bones with titanium, which is about three times as dense as bone would only increase wolverine's weight by about 60 pounds which shows how dense adamantium is that just a layer of it over bones increases weight by almost double that so that's some dense ass metal that's some damn that's some damn adamantium on your bones that's some damn that's some damn i'm so glad that you're returning back to la so that your mother doesn't have to listen to you in the other room <laughs> she, she's she's watching a, a dvr an episode of jeopardy crying into a bowl of popcorn right now my son is a failure <laughs> Uh, what about Hugh Jackman, though? That that's version yes. has to be different. Hugh Jackman, whose fans are called Jackoffs, uh, is six foot two, and lean and mean at 181 pounds. The comics Wolverine is much more stocky and muscular. His BMI of 34.5 would actually qualify him to get a COVID vaccine right now, <laughs> and also make him obese. The comics do a good job of justifying his muscular frame by saying that his healing factor allows him to recover from workouts much faster than normal people, thus allowing him to build more muscle and strength, unlike me, who requires days, days of recovery after a simple bench press exercise. To have the same BMI as Wolverine, at Hugh Jackman's height, he would need to weigh 269 pounds without the adamantium skeleton and probably close to 400 pounds with the adamantium. Does that make him... The greatest grow man. Do you wanna go? Okay, we said that you would never say every that night again. I lie in bed. Really sad, cause I'm not dead. I've been alive since before the Civil War. 
Sabretooth might be my brother. I've never met my real mother. Bones come out of my hands every night. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. She's really crying. It's really going to show up on the microphone. She's crying pretty hard right now. Uh, okay, so that would be 25 pounds heavier than the average NFL linebacker at the same height. So anyway, just to put a button on this, uh, the common fan casting of Taron Edgerton is he's five. People want to see him as Wolverine. He's five nine, one hundred seventy four pounds. Lay off all the cookies, Elton. So he need to gain almost sixty pounds to be proportional to the comic books version of Wolverine. So Taron, maybe start eating the cookies, Elton. You're still snacking, eating all the chips, ahoy! It's a really musical episode. It, it's really one sided on that. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have to be. Tommy, it's time to wrap this episode up. This has been a disaster as always. Okay. <laughs> great, 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 great. We got a box of scraps question here. Box of scraps! What was a book you owned or borrowed that you were very afraid someone would discover you were reading? Well, that would be a thing that actually happened to me. Uh, one summer, I just read the whole summer, and the hot books out at that point were the Twilight Saga. And mm. I bought all of them and read all of them. And not only did I didn't buy them on Amazon, I bought them all full price at Barnes & Noble, so like thirty two ninety nine per book. So that's like, what are there, five books? 30. That's like a hundred and... It's like $150 worth of Twilight books. So I would say, and then what, what ended up happening is I moved and I was putting things up and I feel like I set them aside and we had people over and someone saw my stack of Twilight books and it became a running bit forever that I uh, I owned the Twilight novels. Oh. Your mom is still so proud though. <laughs> God, my poor mom. <laughs> I, I borrowed. I, I was smart enough not to buy it. Do you remember Neil Strauss's The Game? That was my runner-up. My my roommate had it, and he kept it in the bathroom, and I read it because of that. And it was shameful to own that. Man, it, well, when, when I read it, it was in college. For those of you that don't know, uh, this is a book that tells you basically how to seduce women. Yeah. And it's kind of like got some good tips actually in there where you're like, uh, you know, you should be more confident. Women are attracted to yeah. that. And that, that, you know, some of them yeah, harnessed for the powers of good are helpful. Like, yeah, believe in yourself and like, don't be afraid to talk to an attractive girl. Don't tell yourself you have no chance with her. Like, go for it. And you never know yeah. what's going to happen. And then, okay. Then it starts getting into problematic territory where it starts talking about nagging yes. women. And it, and it's like, yes. all right, if a girl's pretty, make her feel ugly you know, really put yes. her in her place and then she'll be more attracted yeah. to you. And then it gets to a really weird thing where it gets into the concept of neuro-linguistic programming where yes. you you can brainwash a girl to need to get with you, uh, like physically, by using some like pseudo-magic moves and you reprogram her brain, you, you scramble her narts. Do girls mm. have narts? <laughs> Wolfman has narts, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she she needs to get with you. You you really yeah. created a complicated image in my head. <laughs> you, of, you, of, of mystery scrambling Wolfman's narts. Hey, you're pretty man. hairy. Way hairier than any Wolfman I'd ever date. What? You like my giant fur hat? I can't believe he's negging the Wolfman. <laughs> Mister, he's going after Wolfman. I hope he number closes. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, and so I so I had this, and I felt uh, uh really bad about where it uh, it eventually gets. But I will say, since then, books I do not feel bad about are about mm. pleasing uh, the other sex, and they're on oh, my yeah. bookshelf right there. And there's a lot of uh, positive things you can do, still physically yes. even, uh, but uh, they're not mean. So don't read that. Read She mm. Comes First instead. Uh, it is a yes. uh, much better tome, if you will. Yes. A book about hope, in my opinion. A book yeah. about hope. Yeah. The the magic you can do with your tongue. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking spells, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, speaking in tongues. Yeah. All right, guys. Also, a quick shout out to our friends over at Stereo. It's that app that lets users listen in, seek out topics, and then you join the conversation about whatever issue or idea uh, that interests you comedy, pop culture, sports, whatever. We do shows on there talking about uh, nerd news. Me and Eric do that on Wednesdays. The editors do some tea spilling on Monday mornings. And then Inside Marvel uh, is records live uh, Friday mornings with Jessica and Eric. And you never know when I'm going to go live on there just to announce something. Or I have a stereo account. I want to harness it for something. Uh, and stereo can be downloaded free by Apple and uh, Android users. Once you download the app, you create a little avatar and profile, and you can uh, make them look like you or not like you. But then you can go live yourself. You can also submit audio messages to the host of the conversation. So we've been doing a Q&A show uh, on there, and also that's how you take your inside Marvel conversations you do it in real time. Some of this stuff, by the way, is exclusive to Stereo, like the uh, Q&A stuff that Eric and I are doing on there. Um, catch our new shows on Stereo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Go to Stereo.com slash New Rockstars to get all the details, and get notified when we go live. Again, Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Tommy, it's been a, a delight, a joy, a musical uh, journey through the stars. I, I wish I could rewrite the stars. So I could be with you. Wow. That's, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>